0: My name is Monica Gleiberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set podcast. On today's podcast, we're speaking to Brent Pope. You might recognize him from Silicon Valley, Better Things, Roseanne, Speechless, Casual, but today we're talking to him about the hit show, With Love. With Love is a romantic comedy centered on siblings Lily and Jorge Diaz as they navigate big life changes and rely on their equally big family to get them through. Following Lily's whirlwind romance with Santiago, Lily decides to focus all her energy on a personal journey of self-love by growing her makeup styling business and looking into to home ownership. So to discuss his career, all the shows he's been on, and of course discuss his character from With Love, here is Brent Pope. I wanted to start off right away with, you know, it's very interesting when you enter a show that's been established, right? If you're doing yeah. a cameo, if you're on for one episode, two episodes, whatever the case is. So as an actor, because you jump so much from show to show, I have two questions for you, but I'll start with the first one. So the first one is, how do you kind of prepare yourself? And is it a weird experience kind of stepping in to like an established show?
1: I mean, every time is different, you know, you never know what, what kind of set you're walking into. Hopefully it's a very inviting and uh, amazing set. Sometimes they've been around too long and they you know, that's kind of like, not that they're going through the motions, but they're like, they've been there and they've kind of done the job already. and then, you know, you come in all rosy-cheeked and they're like, yeah, yeah, okay buddy. <laughs> as far as how I prepare I mean, it's, it's just, I assume nothing. I come in, I try to be friendly I'm a big fan, like like you are of a lot of shows and things, so I try to watch all that I can, especially if I'm going to be on the show and um, it's, it's amazing when two things coincide when you're on a show that you really enjoy already. So that's that's the upside of it is like sometimes you get to go on shows that you're already a big fan of, you know.
0: And my other question because I again I've just so interested in this is also how is it as an actor because you know just kind of what you said some actors are on shows for longer than they really want to be and they kind of you know contractually and you know all the fun stuff in the business so they're kind of like stuck there and they have to do what they have to do other people love their shows and are crying right in the last season but for you you get to kind of jump from show to show and play so many different people so as an actor how is that like super fun to kind of change it up or do you have trouble? when you go from script to script or show to show. So how do you kind of handle that aspect of it?
1: Yeah, well, I you know... In my heart, I'm like a sketch comedian, you know? So Mm -hmm. I love different characters. I love playing different characters. I love trying different things. What that brought to mind to me immediately was some weird things about when you're only on the show for like one episode or a couple episodes. I was on the show Silicon Valley and I had a big thing where I was the the official tow truck driver of of Pied Piper on Silicon Valley, right? But the guy's car I towed, I never met. I never met Jimmy O. Yang, the the actor, or Jin Yang on the show, but Jimmy O. Yang, the the comedian, who's very funny. And so uh, I have these weird things where I'll see them i at a Clipper game and I'll be like, hey, I didn't work with you, but... I did tow your remember when your tar, car got towed on the show that was me even though we didn't meet <laughs> you know weird things like that where you think we should have met but we didn't but really I love doing different characters so it's fun for me you know if I could get on a show where I get to play uh, somebody for five years that'd be awesome too because uh, that that you really get to dig into the character but I do love just trying different things and being different people
0: yeah and when I was going through I wasn't kidding you've been on everything I mean from I wrote down the bold and the beautiful I was ready shows that I've watched. Um, you were in Pink Color Crimes. I loved oh, copy, yeah. by the way. Yeah. You were in The Oval, PR Professionals, Station 19. That was great. Yeah. You were yeah. like fantastic on that show.
1: I mean, if you want to see me crying in the street, that's the one you watched, <laughs> me on
0: Station 19. But you were really good. That was like a really wonderful oh. character. That was, like, that was such a great episode. Thank because you, so that was fun. Going on. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like a lot of times with these shows, there's so much going on, but you need those characters, right, like Chicago Med, PD, these type of shows, You need the characters that come in that we care about, right? Right. That we see that they're taking care of or things are happening to So I was just going through and I was like, oh, I loved him in. It's just like marking down. And I went, oh my gosh, he's been in like literally everything known to man. Surfside Girls was another Mm -hmm. one. We're fantastic in. So when you, you know, we talked obviously about you jumping and like playing all these things. You mentioned it a little bit, but for example, with love which is your most recent, which I love the character out there. If they were to say, hey, we want to do this huge arc. We want you for the next six seasons. That's something you would be interested in as an actor to kind of like learn about the character in in a different way than what you've been doing before.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would be great because then you get to like live that life a lot more and and you're going to discover new things. And, you know, I, I think also with things that are on streaming or even most things that just aren't on network, you're not doing 25 episodes Anyway, you're doing maybe like eight or 10. So that would still leave you time, theoretically, to do other shows. You know, so you could be on one show. And then I think Mark Indelicato, who plays Jorge, he uh, on With Love also goes back more between that and Hacks. I mean, that's got to be fun because you like kind of get those two things set. And then whatever comes in between, you could have fun there. So, you know, that's an example of like how it can really work right now during streaming where you get to play the character for a long time, but you also get to jump around to different things. So
0: it is very interesting because the streaming platform is so different because people are used to that 24 episode, 22 episode a season. That was like back in my day, back in the day, right? That's what we watched. And, you know, the actors were kind of all year long. You had December off, you had the summer off, and then you went back to work. And it was the six to eight day, depending on what show you're doing, kind of fit schedules. So when you're on a streaming platform and you have the eight episodes, the 10 episodes, you have so much of the year to like go off and do anything that you want. Other projects, movies, TV shows I think it's an interesting format for sure I mean I think all of us want more episodes of the shows right so for fans Hands on the show You know, we want more episodes, but I think it's great for actors in particular to be able to do multiple things. And you're kind of an example of that because you've been able to kind of jump around and do all different types of kind of characters and different actors. What was one of your most favorite roles that you've played from all of the shows that you've done? Because they've been so different. Okay,
1: I'm such a huge fan of Pamela Adlon. I always have been. Her show, Better Things, to me, Mm -hmm. that's like while that show was on was just like my favorite show on television. And even though I had a very small part on it I mean just the chance to get to work with her to be part of her set you know she's the she does everything she's the showrunner she's you know the writer she's the star of the show I mean she had to overcome because Louis CK was on that as, as one of the co-creators I think the head writers at the beginning and had to kind of get survive that and she did she took all this other stuff on on her own so like to me she's like Superwoman. and like just getting to work with her because I'm such a fan of all the stuff she's done over the years I mean the king of the hill are you kidding me Bobby Hill that's crazy so just to get to to work with her and also a weird thing that happened on that show was where were they shooting it was like La Canjada or somewhere up there kind of in the hills and there was a bear in the neighborhood that had just it had a cub, so nobody wanted to bother the bear. But it was like, you could see it in the distance where we were shooting, like in a tree with the cub. And then it would come down like in the morning and like swim in the guy's pool across the street. So just <laughs> for the weird experiences, I mean, Better Things was so much fun for me.
0: That would be something that would only happen in Hollywood or New York. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah, right, Like
0: something random like that. Or For here, we, it would be like Bear Got Loose from Zoo. <laughs> there, it's just yeah.
1: In the Wild. <laughs> yeah, and it was all... It was one of those things too where it was like it had been there i guess the entire time they were shooting like for a couple weeks i guess and they were saying like guys i I know we're kind of getting used to this bear being here just don't forget it's still a bear (laughs) so don't try to get close and get pictures or anything with the bear you know which people weren't doing but they were just like let's be mindful that this is still a bear even though he's been around us and getting a little bit used to us
0: you know i always like wonder too for actors that do kind of what you do like you're formula which i guess is not really formal. i know there's no like plan master plan but a lot of actors do kind of what you do which is like go from show to show do you ever like not to like be a downer question but do you ever get worried i mean again it's the same thing with any actor you could be on a tv show for 10 years and you nothing's guaranteed in this business at all as we all know the character yeah. can die they can write you off whatever the-, the case is do you feel more insecure or less insecure because you're able to kind of jump and you've done it consistently since i think i looked up i think it was like since 2018 or even before that. So you yeah. consistently worked nonstop on shows. So does that give you more stability, less stability? Like how, how do you feel for that?
1: I don't know about stability, but as far as me feeling like, confident like the more you know the first couple of tv shows you book you you're just like hoping that when you watch the show you're still on it you know because a lot of times you're doing like a little one one line thing i mean a uh, good example I, I shot the pilot of uh, the assassination of johnny versace which is a great show and i was supposed to be this guy who stole while they were doing cpr and versace i stole all of his stuff and like went to sell it on ebay and there was another scene of me trying to sell stuff on ebay or on on, on, over the phone and then when the show came out they were going to the window i was in i was like oh here we go and i was like oh no someone else is in the window (laughs) i'm not on the show at all so not that that doesn't still happen but like as you do more shows you realize okay that could happen Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen but uh, most of the time you're going to be on the show. So you feel a little more comfortable. Yeah, I guess if you do more of them, you feel a little more confident. But there's still always that thing in the back of your head. Like, what if it goes just right and I'm not on the show at all?
0: It's an actor thing.
1: <laughs> no matter <laughs> it's definitely where an you are. Thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
0: So were you supposed to be the guy in that show after he gets murdered? The one, When he's on the stairs? and Were you supposed to be the one that runs up and like, or is it before that? No,
1: it was a guy that was in the operating room while they're trying to save his life.
0: Oh, wow. That's crazy. There's like,
1: yeah, there's like x-rays, there's like his bloody clothes like his t-shirt and if I had been in the show you would have seen me just walk over and just grab the stuff and book out the door and then be trying to sell it later to to other people so now that was crazy because even though I didn't actually appear on the show Mm -hmm. I still got to work with Ryan Murphy which is just like because he does the pilot of most of his shows I think so to get directed by Ryan Murphy is just a legend was also just I mean it was almost worth it was still worth it to do even though I didn't appear in the show you know you built that relationship and you can work with someone that's you know very well known in the industry
0: Well, see, okay so that's another question to have for you. I was going to say, when you're on every show, <laughs> no demand, and they're yeah. all really popular, really yeah. good shows, really well written, amazing talent attached, amazing writers, directors attached. Do you start forming friendships over the years? And then when they do another project, they, you know, you're like, hey, can I like go be on that? Like, does that start happening where you guys kind of all become friends and work together? I feel like in this nice, like little happy, like actor world that you guys all like talk to each other and work together again.
1: You know, it depends. It, it depends on the show like uh talk about with love my latest show like benson rodriguez the Third and i are you know we talk we text like pretty regularly and he really treated me like i was you know even though i'm just his dad on set he treated me like i was his dad like we were family and we would eat lunch together and you know i can run things by him he'll uh, let me know if something cool is happening so you can go like that sometimes you don't ever see them again and that's okay too. Maybe there's not another part that is right for you for them. Pa- I mentioned Pamela Adlon earlier. She, after I did her show, I was sitting in a the truck that day and it was like 100 degrees and I was sweating so much and she was like, you're such a professional. She goes, I'm going to have you on the show again or I'm going to bring you in for something else. She goes, I mean, people probably won't remember you played this one part because you won't be dressed as a, as a with a hard hat. And she did every season. She had me read for other parts on the show. In fact, there was uh, even the, uh, <laughs> I mentioned it too. I think it was the last season. I said, I said, yeah, Pam brings me in every season to read for something and the casting person was like yeah even if you're not right for the part <laughs> so, <laughs> which I thought was funny and fair and yeah uh though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can happen like that too. Or you could be on uh, Roseanne when it's the number one show on television and then, you know, Roseanne gets uh, fired and canceled. That could happen too. And then you never come back ever. So you know, things can just happen that are it's all as you know, out of your control. So right. you just have to control what you can, which is, you know, your performance and uh, you, how you present yourself to everyone and everything else is just kind of a two-way street and not in your control, you know. And
0: what made you decide, because When I was looking back and doing some research, I saw 2018, 2017 was around the time you kind of started getting into, you know, doing television and entertainment stuff. I don't know if you did anything prior. I was trying to, I was trying to look online and like find Mm -hmm. some information, but what made you decide to go into acting to begin with and start heading down this fun route of this business? Got (laughs) you. Got
1: you. Well, I I feel like I love making people laugh I love entertaining people and that's always just been a thing I remember I was like somebody's like fourth grade party and I was whether this was supposed to be funny or not I was singing along to cool in the gang like celebration you know and somebody was like you're really funny and I was like I am it felt really good and um, I tried to do that more and so I mentioned I've, I've you know I've done a lot of sketch comedy and one thing you don't see is like when you're starting if, if you're not starting on some big project which uh, oftentimes you don't I mean there are years of me doing commercial you know, there's me on the HGTV wearing a shirt that says, kiss me, I compost, and I'm digging in the, the backyard. I mean, that's not something you would ever, I don't even know if you can find that, but I had a lot of commercials. Um, I was doing a lot of sketch comedy at festivals around the nation. So I wouldn't say that I made a choice to start doing like TV. I would say that I was, I guess I finally got to the place where they believed in me enough. And also I, you know, I, I found my manager, Jess Canty, who was like, I think the first person who really, really believed that I can do anything. And when you have a team like that, because I've always believed that. Then it becomes easier. And it was like pretty soon after I started working with her, I started booking all these TV shows. So, you know, was it timing? Was it the relationship? It's probably a little bit of all those things, but I would have loved to have been on TV 10 years before that, but it didn't happen, so.
0: <laughs> well, I always find it interesting too that a lot of actors do commercials and stuff like that. I mean, it's really good work and good pay. And it's like a good intro into kind of the environment and what it looks like and where a camera is and where you stand. And a lot of actors have told me like that's where they learn kind of like the bare minimum basics of oh that's what the tape on the floor is or oh that's what camera b means or so you really kind of get your feel of what it's like to be in front of cameras doing commercials and there's so many actors i've spoken to and they and they say the same thing as you they're like you'd be shocked to find out like the first thing i ever did was like a coffee commercial and i'm like really like you know and they've had a whole like movie career a whole like you like a whole television career and i'm like wow that's crazy but they said that it was one of the best things because they learned so much about kind of the industry and what to do and and one actor in particular said like you know you get to make all your mistakes because you're doing a commercial so it's like it's not as critical as you know the money that if you're making a mistake during production of a TV show or something where you're holding up everybody so that the commercial life is a little easier a little kinder when you're kind of starting out
1: yeah sometimes I mean I remember the first commercial I ever did Time Warner Roadrunner commercial I had a small part where I was just carrying a box and walking down the hill with all these other people with their screen names on their boxes I never saw this commercial I don't know if it exists but somebody there was only really two lines in the commercial. One of them was given to somebody that was on the first, the very first season of Big Brother. Okay, and they had one word to say, just one word. They couldn't say the word in the way that they liked, and so that person got fired like and they just picked somebody else and they got their part so i also learned that oh you better be prepared because there are a hundred other people here that could do what you do you know just like every time i get a, a role on a show there are a hundred other people that could have got the part i feel lucky that i got it i feel lucky I, so i never take it for granted i always prepare as much as i can because they could also always choose not you instead of you so
0: yeah but do you ever think like for example to bring us to with love which you know okay. is one of my favorite characters i love him so much He's so cute first of all we need you more on that show so Uh, i agree um, so yeah so let's put that out there now because we need you more on that show i love the show i love the premise in season one where it was solely kind of holidays season two went into that but it went a little further we got a couple extra episodes that weren't necessarily holiday related but it was so great with the cultural stuff that they showed and just this family and there's like no apologies for it and i I just love everything about it everything about that show i love it and so for that it's so funny that you should say like you know anybody could do it or maybe because i don't think they can so when i'm watching you as ben i don't picture and i can't picture somebody else playing him i just feel like you got him you nailed it on screen and like that is who he is. And then, you know, and I want to see more of him. So, and that's me as a viewer, you know, I think it's harder as an actor because you're probably criticizing yourself or watching it or viewing your way, you know, in a certain way, but Mm -hmm. for you, what was it like landing the role of Ben and then also getting, this is a very massive cast. So and a lot of the scenes are collective. A lot of them, a lot of the big kind of, you know, holiday scenes has every cast member there. So what is it like for you kind of walking and playing this character, working with these actors and this kind of crazy family that we love.
1: Yeah, well... First of all, it was just, I mean, it was delightful. That's the word that springs to mind. I just, like, the cast, the crew, Gloria Kellett, the showrunner, is just, it it was delightful. And the chance for me to play a Filipino character, someone that's written into the script as a Filipino character, that's never, I've never done that before in my life. So that was great, and not only that, to have a whole Filipino family, I can't name too many times, or any times that we've seen an entire, like, nuclear Filipino family all played by Filipino actors too. Now, probably happened, but I can't Many, many times so that was really special to me you know as a, i was born in the philippines so uh to get to to play this part and i'll tell you what sometimes uh you come to the role and sometimes the role comes to you and what i mean is ben you know we know that he kind of loves to play practical jokes that's me you know what i mean <laughs> he lives in the midwest that's me i grew up in the midwest so sometimes the part is just so right for you that you sit there and go well man if i don't get this part what part can i get but there, like I said, there, I still think there could have been a few other people that that did the part. It would have been different. You know, I guess you could say that always like that. There's the whole Eric Stoltz and Michael J. Fox. Would How would it have been if Eric Stoltz and Michael J. Fox? I don't know. Eric Stoltz is a pretty good actor, you know? But being part of that family is just great. I have my own opinions. Too. I'm a fan of the show. Like once I, I had the audition, I, I watched, I was going to just watch the pilot and then I was like, I, I watched the entire first season in one night, you know, after I did my audition. So, and I maybe I'm not supposed to be take sides. I'm Fully team Nick. I'm team Nick. You know, in the, Ooh, in the scandal history. starting now. <laughs> <laughs> look, <laughs> well, mostly because I I worked more with Desmond, the, the actor, so I so I know him. You know, what I mean, but uh, look, you I think it's. Nicky?
0: Great guy, and Santiago, yeah. you know, is not making the best decisions either. So he's a little yeah. slow on the uh, on the update. Lot, lot of an yeah. are
1: yeah. He's just, but that's the thing too is he's new to this, wanting love. I think, right? I mean, he doesn't, right. he didn't believe in marriage. Maybe he does now. Look, we we got to get to season three so we can see if that if something happens here. I mean, I need to know.
0: <laughs> I need to know because like it was so horrible because like the show is so good, and in the beginning, I wanted Santiago and them to be together but then I do think like if you're not ready you're not ready and it's not good and like so I kind of agree with you in a sense that Nick was the one that was always there and then you know I think with that last episode with them you know and he finds out, Nick finds out that she had kissed, and you know it's raining, and he goes to kind of stomps off, and you don't know where like where their relationship's gonna be, and mm. then they work it out, and then we have the wedding, obviously, and like all yeah. the fun stuff that came later with the family. But I don't know, like I just I have a thing, like I have a little sweet spot for Nick, and I just feel like he was there and he's been there forever. So I get you, I get where Team Nick's yeah. coming from, you know. Whereas Santiago, I think needs a little work. I think he has to work on himself a little bit to be ready. And then of course he meets a family member cuz there's a like I, don't know, I was like no yeah, yeah. He, he bumps into a family member. So yeah. who knows what's going to happen? But the wedding was so much fun at the end of that episode to kind of see everybody together and uh, go through all the shenanigans of the wedding and how crazy and chaotic a wedding is, especially when the when two siblings are fighting. And it was very cute and yeah. very well done. So Look, I'm like, you,
1: oh. you have no idea. They're, they could have done a four-hour episode where it was just dance battles. And it would have been fully... <laughs> I mean, this... <laughs> This cast, they're very talented at dancing. Not me. I do what I can. I get by, but we can talk about you know people that done like Broadway shows and just and just like naturally really good dancers. So that wedding could have gone on for a long, long time. You know, if it was like on a network, we might have had like two whole episodes of just people dancing, you know? It would have be been
0: fun, done. like a part one and a part two.
1: <laughs> no, no, Of the wedding.
0: <laughs> I know and like and what was so great is I I did get to speak to a majority of the cast and you can feel the love there so I feel like anyone that comes on that's new or anyone that comes on for a couple episodes or hopefully like Ben that will be on for season three I feel like there's a lot of love and a lot of acceptance in there and there's like also, because it's like you said, it's a Filipino cast and they don't hide it. They don't apologize for it. They don't ask questions of it. There's no explanation of things. It's like you just watch it. And like some of the holidays are not holidays that I necessarily celebrate. But I if I didn't know about it, I learned about it. And mm-hmm. again, it's not preachy. It's not teaching. It's just the way these people are living. Yeah. And so I enjoyed it so much. So by talking to all of them and by talking to you, I can see like how all of you would just mesh so well together because there's yeah. just, there seems to just be so much love and respect. Respect. And then you guys have that in common of your background, which is so nice to be on a set where you have that because it doesn't exist a lot. And like you kind of said earlier, you don't know of another one. I can't name another one, which is sad. We obviously need a lot more of that, but to have it exist is really important for a lot of people. Yeah. And even the content, and I was saying this when I interviewed them, the content that they show, sexual orientation, relationships, like just wherever you're at in life, is so yeah. accepted and so loved. And family. generational like,
1: love yeah yes, it's generation. just so
0: beautiful it's like such a beautiful show to be on so when i saw you on there i got super excited because i knew you from at like station 19 and a bunch of other things and i had hmm. like recognized you and i was like i know him from somewhere then when i looked it up i was like he's been in everything but yeah. i love ben how would you describe and i know it was like we saw him briefly but like how would you describe him on that show and i don't you know he's a dad and and he's you know part of the family and there's a lot of chaos going on in this family so how would yeah. you describe him and are you hoping that I mean obviously I think we're all hoping we see him for next season because we ended on a cliffhanger like a horrible yeah. kind of question mark yes, so give
1: me all the info what do you know um,
0: everything? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just shh it's just, it's, just uh, uh, <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> look for Ben me Ben at his core he's kind of the fun dad yeah. I think that Leia um, named after Leia Salonga huh? that's a little you know Leia Salonga the famous Filipino uh, singer actor I believe more like a heart to hearts he's coming to mom and that dad is kind of the fun dad I love my son definitely but I think in many times in the the Filipino culture the guy is not the one that's spreading all of his emotions maybe I can grow in that way you know maybe um, that's I think that's a cultural thing generally you know and it gets uh, I think better all the time but it is kind of a thing you know it's kind of like with the Latino culture same thing where the guys are supposed to be macho uh, you know historically but I think Ben loves his son doesn't care who he's in love with but also loves Loves to you know you saw how much joy he got just knowing that they you know kind of pulled one over on everyone and we had a lot of fun with it and that it was a family thing that was a you could tell it was a whole family effort to do that so that's got to come from somewhere that's like the the parents like leading into that and teaching their son like it's fun to so that's that's how we show our love i would say is by you know if you and me if i don't at some point when we're hanging out kind of tease you a little bit then that probably means we're not getting along because i tease people that i like
0: so similar to the character what yeah. were your like favorite parts because you guys were so funny and I mean and I bought into it too that like maybe the parents weren't happy like I, I wasn't really sure and I didn't know that they were gonna be like big prankster and I mean yeah, there were yeah. so many good parts of that I mean with the hats the the over like Texas stuff like there was just so many good things that like happened in that episode you guys were so funny so was there like a specific moment or scene that you guys filmed and you were just like this is so ridiculously hilarious like first of all like this is so funny this material is amazing but then you go how do I get through this material without hysterically laughing so right was a specific scene that you love
1: look and mark Delicato, you know who's playing my my son-in-law now right he, he's the faces that he gets and they're real you know what I mean it's just like it's it's hard to not laugh because as the character too I'm living his life and I'm like oh I'm trying to get this reaction out of you and when I'm getting it it's tough to not break you know uh, as the character look all the stuff with the western wear which is just like I <laughs> look the the customers on with love are next level. I mean, you know, you've seen the show. You've seen. I mean, all the dresses and uh, at the wedding and everyone's costumes are just always. It's never something generic. It's always something very particular to the character. So I loved all the stuff where we get to wear interesting things, like all the western wear and the belt buckle and that. Ca- and the just the like you you mentioned the scene with the hats where we're trying to get Horatio to put on cowboy hats and he does not want to put on a cowboy hat. That was probably the most fun for me. Maybe that or when we're trying to uh, get him to uh, have this giant bull be at his wedding you know which is ridiculous but like we did it so earnestly that <laughs> he had to believe it you know so
0: you guys were so good on that and I and I loved it too because because it's such a family when we meet you guys and we don't know right we don't know if you guys are being serious or not and you guys did such a good job at playing it because I wasn't sure I'm like oh my gosh this poor family like they're into like Texas and like they're not gonna fit in at all and like and you guys were so believable I loved the kid see when you guys come in you're like gotcha and like I, he had been sweating yeah. the whole episode and he's freaking yes. out you know your parents don't like me and i don't know what to do and like i just love that whole scene and that you guys thought it was the funniest thing and then i love when you walk <laughs> out and then your son goes listen that's how we accept you and our family like if we didn't kind of give you a hard time that's when you should be worried like so them giving you yeah. a hard time is because we love you and then i'd love even to go further later in the episode they're kind of talking about it and then he goes you know the hats aren't really that bad and he puts one on like bedazzled (laughs) and all like pretty and like glorious and he like puts it on and it was just so cute and it was like a nod back to like the funniness of the parents and you know just dealing with everything and connecting and I just thought it was so beautiful it was so well done it was so much fun to see you guys because we haven't ever met you yet and we hadn't seen you know where he had come from
1: when I was watching it back (laughs) watching the episodes so there's sometimes when you're like you get genuine Brent reactions which is like (laughs) because Vincent Rodriguez is actually does magic so the Magic you saw on the show. I mean, he could really do that. You know, the stuff that he did. If you go back and watch the reactions, I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's really I think people think magic is uh, I mean it's I wish I could do it I'm just not say I can't do it but I, I've i never learned how to do any magic tricks so yeah I don't know it was just all fun and then you know what I what I really love about that show I think a lot of my my favorite shows are ones like Better Things even like the, the show Roseanne right our shows were they really really laughing and then two seconds later you're like oh man oh, who's cutting onions here you know because we go f- in that scene you were talking about where we're like we reveal to him that we're you know uh we're playing some jokes and this is how we accept you into the family two seconds later there's a big argument you know and you're like oh no is this all gonna you know it just takes you on a roller coaster ride of emotions and that's what i look for when i'm watching a show is things that can give you all the emotions you know and really make you care about the characters so
0: like I said, I, I loved you as an anon, and I loved when you guys came in and I thought it was so much fun. And because we see so many of the family members, I feel like people stick, right? Like new characters have come in and they've stuck. So I'm really, yeah. really hoping that the two of you like, you know, stay you know husband and wife and we get to see you guys on there more is there any word of season three or have you heard anything or we're just kind of waiting
1: i haven't heard anything yet i mean but it's it's doing the the second season and first season are both like in the top 10 of amazon prime right now on their show so that's a good sign right that the people are going back and watching season one and watching season two so i'm hoping i mean i think it's a gosh it's such a show for these times right now you know and how people are feeling so I haven't heard anything if I did I would wink wait I went, I went. No, I, wait I didn't no and I would gosh I would love to come back and play. I mean we, we haven't seen um we haven't actually seen Ben and Leia interact with with Jorge's parents you know so right. that would be a whole nother level and that's um, what I mean
0: and like or what it would be like for you to be part of the family or do trivia night or do holidays like why wouldn't you guys be all there right, right. so I'm just mad if Testing this out loud is what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, but we've I would done- kick
0: for you guys there at every holiday and you know, moving forward because you're part of the family now.
1: Look, they've done karaoke on the show before, but they haven't done it with me. <laughs> Right.
0: No, <laughs> they've done karaoke they've done it with you they've done trivia night we need to have you guys there I mean like there's a lot of stuff that, and like we always get like a Christmas or like a Thanksgiving episode you know like so many options of you know or ways to have you guys on there and you're part of the family now and they intro you and like I said when they intro some people like they kind of stick so I'm hoping that we'll see more of the parents come in and specifically more of Ben but I have to tell you you were so funny I mean those were like some of the, the best parts of the season and i was dying (laughs) laughing Uh, i mean it was just so good so it's well written
1: it's well when it's well written and it's supposed to be funny it's easy to be funny you know so
0: well your timing is really good though too you have really 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 good timing so it was just very 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 funny so i'm going to keep my fingers crossed and manifesting that that goes out in the world because i really want to support you and i think there's so much story to tell with his parents and so much fun that can be had and like kind of like shenanigans of all of them getting together and kind of incorporating because they're new and all of that kind of stuff i wanted to know though while you were on set doing those episodes were there any like fun kind of chaotic or crazy things that happen because you're all crazy (laughs) I've interviewed them and I said that to them too I'm like you're all crazy they're all loud and crazy and funny and inappropriate and we were like cracking up like during our interviews so I can only imagine what's happening off camera but what was that like when you guys were not filming necessarily
1: it's just fun you know (laughs) if you're not on on the set and you're coming somewhere like far enough away there's usually maybe some music playing unless somebody's preparing but everybody's just fun on that show and they're all nice which isn't always the case hopefully it is but it's not always you know it just can't be like not everybody can be at their best all the time so I told Gloria the showrunner I said I said man I can't believe you cast me in this and being like someone I love to play pranks she goes oh you should play pranks on Benito and Constance who is, uh Jorge's parents and I was like no <laughs> and maybe if I came back for another season I feel like I could do that but I feel like you have to be more a part of the the main cast before you can Start pulling pranks on people, you know. But, you know, Gloria was all down for it. So <laughs> I guess I could have tried. You, you know, tried. the you other know. thing is Benito, Benito Martinez, right? We've seen him in so many things, right? Nobody, I mean, I had no idea how funny that guy is. He's so funny. And he's always playing like, you know, he plays a lot of kind of like bad guys or guys that are dubious, you know, that you're dubious about. So just stuff like that, where you get a kind of, you know, meet people. Isis King is an icon, you know? man, like I was such a hero to my niece meeting, just hanging out with ISIS, you know? So.
0: (laughs) Well, that's how I I felt too. Cause when I interviewed them, I got to talk to both of them. And what was so funny is I had all these questions that were like really prepared. And I was like, I've seen you in all these things. And then we ended up talking about their relationship on the show, right? Like, you know, how they had marital problems and they kind of are working through it. And somehow, and I just started laughing because it turned into a a sex conversation, which was like about how like now they're having sex and like the And, It was just so funny that I'm going, oh my God, these are like two legends that I'm talking to that have been working forever, that have been everything known to man. And it was just so funny. And then I think at one point I was just like, we were like wrapping up and I went, oh my gosh, I just wasted this whole entire time talking about your sex life, like on the show. And then Benita just goes, yeah like that at the end and he was like No, that one should be that's what it should be talking." and i was like oh my gosh this is so crazy because it's true you do get used to like seeing him in kind of like macho roles or like various like roles and he's so funny in the show and he's uh. such a sweet human so it was just so funny that we were talking about it and the two of them loved it and we had so much fun and it was so funny but literally that, that was my whole time like my whole yeah. like 10 minutes or whatever i had with them we were just talking about like them having sex and how they're sexy and bringing sexy back and sexy at an older age and and, yes and stuff like that but Benito was very funny and he was just like yes he's like this is what we should be talking about and he's like you right. should come over here right now and I was like you guys are so fun like I need to come visit this cast so I yeah. can only imagine what it would be like on set but yeah it's really nice when you see that too because I think you know you're a good actor when you're like ooh like that person might be like scarier. or I've seen him in a ton of things and he's like a legend or he has this and then you meet them and they're like super fun and crazy and funny and yeah. you know right. and then you're like wow like you're so you're so different and again it's the beauty of acting right it's like that magical thing this thing that you guys do you know it's this magical thing you guys do that gives us all a joy and then we meet you guys and we're like oh wow they're not their culture they're different that's that's what they do for a living uh-huh. that's how they act you know it's yep. so much fun but for you i mean it's been such a joy like it was it was so great to see you added to that show and like i said manifesting it out loud i would love to see you return to a few shows too you know for other sh- like characters that i have seen you play is there one in particular that you would love to get like a call from tomorrow to like return on
1: a lot of the shows i've done are not well okay surfside girls i could do more of that playing the the uh city city councilman that was super fun. I mean, and that was another really fun cast, you know, in a completely different way than with Love. You know, it's a, there's a lot of kid actors on that show that are all just delightful, you know, but the the parents on that show are really good and um, the cast and crew on that one are really fun. But that's a fun character for me to play is the kind of clueless uh, guy that's in charge of a meeting. You know, that's always fun. So I
0: love Jim. Yeah,
1: yeah. That'd be a fun or one to, come Jim. Back
0: to. <laughs> So that would be a fun one too. Is there any other one that you would want to go back to? I know like someone well, can. Like, you know, at Station, you can't, but like yeah, other ones. Um,
1: I mean, I guess Station 19, I could run over another person, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> true, true. You could be out. They could be like, oh, he's out. He's yeah. Out. Oh no, oh, no. they find, find me.
1: You. Oh, this guy's passed out. Wait, that's the guy that ran over the drug dealer that robbed us. Yeah. <laughs> five <seasons> ago. <laughs> the one part that I had the most, one of the most fun times with was on the show Casual with Michaela Watkins, who I'm also a huge fan of Michaela Watkins. You know, so fun sure. and so yeah. talented. She had in, in that show Casual, I think it was the last season. She was trying to open her own wine store and decided she was going to save money by like you know doing all the plumbing and stuff on her own. And I was kind of that. You, you were know? the
0: plumber. You were so- yeah, I was the
1: plumber. It was kind of like oh uh, wow, somebody messed this up. She goes oh that was me. Well, you messed it up. Uh, what else did you do yourself? You know like. <laughs> and she was. It was. I I love it because she's so good. That you know when you see the reaction, like she seems like she's really mad. That's satisfying to you as the person that's trying to make the other character mad. You know that's a really fun part too. Just the guy that's like unintentionally twisting the knife you know
0: I love that show too That was like Such a great show So and then For the opposite Kind of angle What show would you Love to be on Or is there a show That you're like Oh like I really Would love to like Audition for that Or even a movie Something coming up That you're like it has to be a role For me
1: Yeah I mean Every time I see One of those I can't believe All of Brooklyn Nine-Nine Went by And like That's, oh. that's My dream roles, Is just like The kind of The clueless detective You know it's, it's kind of funny One of the things That allowed me To do with love Was another show That's not out yet where i was auditioning i had a callback it was a pretty big part for a kind of a clueless detective and uh for the callback i got covid and i just like had snot and like coughing and i didn't get it and then that allowed me to get with love because they were shooting at the same time so with love was a little bit later you know something like that maybe also i'll take one of those disney shows where i play the dad for five years the dumb dad five years let's go
0: also do like very serious roles too but i think anything funny i think you would probably get more enjoyment out of because you're a funny like light-hearted right. person so like, I would love to see you in like a Disney role or you would have been so good as like in a Marvel movie, like one of the, like where it's like the funny one, like, you know, like uh, one yeah. of the, like it's a like a weird superpower or something like funny. Right. Right. Batman, like, the... like where like, you know, Paul Rudd made it so funny to yeah. that. And, and Marvel wasn't funny. It was like so badass and it was supposed to be all of them, mm-hmm. you know, kind of taking care of the world, but he yeah. made that into a funny role and became like iconic. So yeah. things like that, you know, again, I'm putting these out there for people listening for all of you casting agents right pass brandon something <laughs> i want him in a huge movie or something big in um, something
1: very serious
0: yes or a serious role you could definitely play i think you would shock people if you were like a total like just dick like on a, on a show like a total horrible person i think that would like shock people and i think you could, yeah. you could definitely do it for sure i'd love it
1: yeah all <laughs> those things
0: all of it <laughs> so what are you up to now so with love is obviously it's airing now ish i think it's all on i get screeners so i'm always behind like like the actors i'm always going but i think it's all out so you have with love season one which you were not in but season one is out and people can watch that and stream it on amazon and that or prime video and then you can watch season two now and we have this cliffhanger and we're all waiting for an announcement for season three so we're keeping our fingers crossed but while we wait what are you so i heard and i wasn't sure if this was true i heard a rumor okay you did another project Not sure if it's true or not. Melissa might kill me, but with delay of the game, is that something that you're working on? When I was researching, you get your name for coming up with it. So I wasn't sure. Sometimes it's wrong. Lay
1: game is, uh, is about to start making the festival circuit. Um, that's a very fun project. I don't know if you ever saw sauce boys, which is like a little movie I did. It's the same, same director, uh, same star, Brian If You haven't seen it, it's, it's a way different me. (laughs) I think this director just, just likes make me do stuff like this. Hey guys, what are you doing over there? Okay. Yeah. Just completely different from my voice. He loves that. You know. <laughs> and it's fun for me too. Yes. I will say this about the delay of game. I got to do a scene with Brendan Sexton the third, who I'm a huge fan of. I don't know if you know Brendan Sexton the third, but like you know he's been in so many things that he's um who does he play he plays the kind of crazy unhomed guy on russian doll the guy horse he was all the way back in welcome to the dollhouse i guess he just does stuff with doll in the title welcome to dollhouse russian doll other stuff <laughs> empire records
0: his, his type um,
1: yeah <laughs> empire records He was. oh the my game.
0: gosh I mean, that's, a, so that's a classic
1: yeah and he was the, he was i mean that was when he was like a youngster he was like the the guy that uh was caught shoplifting
0: yes <laughs> and, yes oh my gosh so, such a good movie that was with um Johnny and now I can't think of Johnny's last name that was in it. Johnny was so great in that film. Yeah, he was like the cute one. He was like the hot one right. that everyone wanted. Like that, that worked at the store. Yes, but so if <laughs> anyone's listening and you're not, if you have not seen that movie, go see Empire Records because it's a fantastic, movie.
1: super fun, and it's also like one of those movies like a time capsule. Okay, this is oh, definitely okay. the kind of the towards the end of like big record stores where people are you know it's the cool place to go to, almost like Borders Books was, you know, things like that. Yeah,
0: like Liv Tyler is in it, right? isn't she? And,
1: Tyler, is. and um, then they have,
0: they have the rooftop where they all get to go hang out where the big yep. sign is. And it's just like the good old days before, like yep,
1: Tyler, Brene Zellweger, like, Robin Tunney, Well yes, oh, those were yes. the three female leads. <laughs> that movie. Yes.
0: It's, it's Huge. such a good, it's almost like reality bites. It's like a moment in time. Yeah. Where, like it just, yeah. it worked really well and it did really well.
1: Or singles, you
0: know, Yes, singles is another one. Oh my gosh. We knew we'd be talking forever about films. Right? But so for a delay of game, so you have that Empire Records connection but yeah. is there anything you could tease about it at all?
1: It's a kind of a redemption story. It's um, I would say it's framed around hockey which uh, Brian galise that's his—that's kind of one of his specialties. Sauce Boys was a hockey comedy, hockey police comedy this is a hockey comedy, maybe like a redemption story. Someone who's maybe missed an opportunity is going to try to get that one last chance to, to make the big leagues or make the big team or whatever and I play a guy that's named Art that's just uh, running this crappy little hockey rink you know and whatever happens <laughs> with him in the hockey rink that's that's what i got there but yeah that's it's it'll be fun it'll be some of the some of the festivals coming around so hopefully it'll do okay. well get so that's exciting
0: out. so people can yeah. look for you know delay of game at some point to hit yeah. film festival circuits so they could check all that stuff out they could follow yeah. you right yeah. to get updates you're on instagram right not on twitter i'm on both yeah, yeah like, i'm more active
1: on Instagram. At Scoops Post. I used to have a cat named Scoops. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah that's where i am there
0: so they can stay updated with like you know all updates for delayed game when it's yeah. coming where they can go screen it all that stuff you'll be kind of posting keeping people updated yeah. hopefully we'll have a renewal for with love mm-hmm. and then you never know if you'll be back on surf come back we could have you know enough. we could have him handling another meeting and right stuff so that would I be mean,
1: jones and for brent pope you can go to uh you go to my website you go to my podcast brentfist which is like Brent. Breakfast, but with Brent. basically what the yeah, show is. and
0: I was going to ask you about that as well. So you do, and I've listened to a, a couple episodes as well. You do a podcast. He's trying to get my job. He's trying to take my job from me. <laughs> it's a different job. It's different. Different job both of us. Tell people what it's about because it's a very interesting formula.
1: Yeah. One of the other things I love, I love breakfast. I love breakfast. I love all the different variations that people eat. I think you can glean information about people's personalities from what you order if you order French toast instead of a waffle uh, or um, pancakes those are all different things they you know I love to hang out with my friends who are a lot of our in the entertainment industry so we go out we eat breakfast and uh, we kind of talk about things and then we go in and record and talk about our meal so we can kind of shine a light on some of these like smaller eateries in LA that are like fantastic but just don't get the publicity that they deserve and we talk about our you know uh, our journeys in entertainment and anything else all the weird stories all the tiny little things we can try to give newer actors to help them out that's you know it's so it's for foodies, it's for people that like entertainment, and it's for people that kind of like just uh, a fun conversation, you know. So
0: it's really funny, it's serious, it's heartfelt, it's really, and like you said, you give you guys talk, and sometimes the conversation goes into really deep where you give advice for, yeah. like you said, like for people that kind of want to come up in, in the industry. You guys tell really funny stories that you guys have experienced, crazy things that you've experienced, and then what's really fun is to hear about the food and where you are and what they serve, and some of the specialties and what everybody. Got and why they got it. So it's a really interesting podcast. I really love it. I think it's a really smart idea that you guys kind of all do that together. So I highly recommend it. So they can, I listen to it on Apple, but I'm assuming it's everywhere. So people can,
1: yeah, it's everywhere. I mean, if you everywhere just go to my website, brentpope.com, it's on there right. too. You know, that's the easiest way. And then there's a Brentfest page on there. And, um, but yeah. It's, it's everywhere, Spotify, Apple. All
0: the things. Yeah. I want to come one time because I've listened to it and I'm like, I want to eat with them somewhere. Could you guys yeah. go to really, really, really cool places? And a <laughs> lot of times I've never heard of them before. There's been a couple where I was like, ooh, I went there, like I spotted that place. But a lot of times it's places I've never heard of. When you guys start talking and you hear all about it, you definitely want to go and you want to kind of like eat the food you guys are eating or check it out. So I'll have to hop over to your podcast one day. Come Absolutely. check it out. Absolutely, anytime.
1: Podcast. You're definitely welcome. Welcome.
0: Yes, <laughs> that would be so much fun. Yeah. So you have your podcast, and you have with love. Hopefully, season three. Keep your fingers crossed. We have a new movie, delayed game that hopefully will be in a ton of film vessels all over the world, and people can hopefully. follow you. You have <laughs> breadpope.com, so people can yep. go there. And keep updated. You're on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram, so yep. they can find you there. And then you know anything else in your spare time <laughs> that you have that you're doing? I feel I like mean, you're so busy.
1: Look, yeah. Well, yeah. It's uh, you know it might be the the time of year when people are uh, doing their tapes to submit themselves for SNL. You know, that's, that's a fun thing. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot going on right now, so maybe I'm working on a bunch of characters right now. <laughs> <be so> fun. <laughs> Which, you know, yeah. It's a fun thing to do because everyone, obviously SNL is an institution. So it's just a fun exercise, even if nothing comes of it to just like create a bunch of characters. And also, you know, what characters can I do that are, you know, um, I like lately I've been really loving to do my, my Louise Guthman, my Luis Gu. My impression because you know, oh my God, you guys, you got a couple of these. Uh, my, my new show Wednesday, it's so good, you know. So stuff like that, just <laughs> that you walk around doing yeah. the house all day when you find that you can kind of do somebody's voice, you're just like, oh, let's do this and see what happens.
0: Do you do remember- like improv still like where you go to classes and stuff because i feel like you would like be like a star of that
1: (laughs) i do some improv i do more sketch and actually i I did my first sketch to it that the ucb theater which is one of the big theaters like a month ago and gosh that was so fun i hadn't done i mean having the live audience is just if everything else is equal you always want a live audience because that you get that you know that feedback immediately you know even if you're doing one of those shows where they have the the live studio audience you get to hear if if they think it's funny or if they don't think it's funny and then but it's but that's that's the risk you take you know so
0: well I want to end I would literally talk to you all day because I'm just so fascinated by you like you have so much knowledge you've worked and done so many things so many different characters you're so funny you've played serious characters and which I love too I mean like you've just done such a great job with your career I'm just Like I said, I'm fascinated by you. I would literally talk to you about everything. And I love that you have a podcast and you do all these things. But I will end with, I have two kind of a two-part question, which is basically what advice, I know you do this on your podcast a lot. So I don't know if one of your friends had really good advice or if you have advice that you want to kind of like impart, but is there any advice you would give to somebody that's kind of starting off, you know, new in the industry? And then the second part is you have a lot of fans that have kind of followed you from show to show. A lot of us have seen you, like, you know, it's, you get to see these people, familiar faces, is. We go, what show is that? And, you know, we hop back. And so there's a lot of people like me that knew who you were the second I said your name on Twitter it kind of tweeted out that I was going to be talking to you. So is there anything that you want to say to your fans? Because I always like to let someone have a chance because I get to talk to you, but they don't necessarily. So I always let the actor have a chance to kind of talk back to their fans and say something. So, okay,
1: gotcha. Advice for beginning actors. I mean, th- these may seem like obvious things, but like work on your craft, you know, what what uh, what can you get better at? Because we can always learn we can always get better. So if there's things you haven't tried before, take a class in that. You know, if you've never taken a class that's about on on camera class, try that. Get better at that. And also, I'm a big, big fan of creating your own material because Hollywood if you haven't done it yet they may not believe you can do it so go make your own thing where you show them you can do it and then it's kind of undeniable because you've done it and then you can use that for your reel if you don't have a reel you know so that would be my advice I guess and to the I mean fan I mean what do they even call the Brent fans out there the Pope dopes I don't know Uh, (laughs) (laughs) thank you I look I love doing this or I wouldn't do it appreciate everyone watching everything and uh, yeah reach out to me I love to talk with people on Instagram and on twitter and on my facebook page all those things any questions there's no question well there are some questions i won't answer <laughs> but if i can i'll try to answer it for you i do like engaging with people you know that's why i do the podcast i do i like to talk to people i'm sure you do this is why you one of the reasons you do this show you like to talk to people and you like to learn things so thank you for watching everything i appreciate all of it
0: hope you guys enjoyed listening to brett pope talk about all of his experiences acting on a bunch of different television shows and of course circling back to with love which was such a good show it had such a great season if you haven't caught the show head over to amazon prime where you could watch all of season one and season two now and don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our youtube channel hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content don't forget subscribers get updated on all of our releases first so if you want to be the first one to hear the latest podcast or see our latest videos make sure you subscribe